Well, uh, here we are. First day, first moment, first, uh, first beat. Sorry about that, uh, jingle jangle of, uh, my necklace here. You know, we're, we're just, uh, I'm just using some headphones, you know what I mean? Uh, and I got that, that, that integrated speaker in the line. Uh, so yeah. Um, it's kind of like deep down low. Uh, ill communication, butterflies in my stomach. You know what I mean? Anxiety. According to the modern, modern white man, they call it anxiety. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. Uh, I figure, I figured that this is more, more about me, you know, more for me than anything. I don't really need anyone to listen in. I don't think at least. And, uh, it's just what you think because you just think it. And it's like gorillas. But I hold it down there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm holding it down there. Um. Yeah. You know, I think, uh the first thing I learned today what's the first thing I learned today uh, I've learned how to say that I'm disappointed because I feel disappointed you know I don't have a lot of friends kind of sad you know uh, and it's it's real hard to make friends you know I'm a uh, I guess I'm not going to be too open about my living situation just yet. But don't worry, don't worry, you know, I have a home. Uh, you know, I live alone. Uh, I guess you could call me a bit of a, bit of an artist. Uh, I'll put that, you know, I'll put that in there. That's the humble way I can put it. It's hard, you know, there's sort of this dilemma of identity, you know. You know, I, you know, I've been saying to identify is to start with I and end with Y, you know. When you create an identity for yourself, you're you're constantly just questioning yourself because it's like, I don't know, who am I? I don't know, who am I? Compare yourself to this, compare yourself to that to identify. It's like uh, relativity, I guess. Um, God, I gotta put on a show, you know, gotta keep talking, uh, talk to talk, walk to walk, you know what I mean? Yeah, disappointed. So I live, you know, material, we'll call this, uh, you know, I know this guy, I got this buddy, real good guy, uh, the... Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, something like that. I swear, you know, guy has a guy was was a, the real real old Ben back in his past life. I tell you, but uh, you know, he calls it materialistically realistic. You know, when you're living up in the clouds, someone comes up to you and asks you, uh, you know, where are you? Start tripping, you know what I mean. I don't really think about, you know, where I am. Where am I? I wasn't thinking about it. Why are you asking me such a stupid question? 
What's your name? Why are you asking me such a stupid question? You know, who are you? Why are you asking me such a stupid question? You know, It's like, am I really creating an identity for myself? When it's everyone else asking me, who are you? Or do I just have to, you know, create an identity for them? Because they want me to. They want, you know, they want to know who I am. It's like, who am I? I don't know who I am. I'm, I'm nothing. Nothing here. You know what I mean? Living under it all. Uh, it's the, the bed resting on the belly of awareness. You know, it's just what you think. Resting on a belly of awareness. So I'm disappointed. Live in, uh, live in Vermont. Uh, I won't say the town, but small town. A lot of drugs going on here, honestly. And, you know, I, I try to go out. I try to make friends. I try to talk to people. And there's just this sense of judgment everywhere I go. And I can't really put my finger on it, what it is. And, you know, an individual like myself, uh, you know, if you're, you're a person like me, you know, you know what it is. Um, but, you know, uh, they, they have many names for it. But inconveniently, you know, it's all... It's all considered pseudoscientific or whatever. Uh, what's the point? The point is, you know, if you're a person like me, you have a sense of things. You can sort of tell what's going on with people. and You know, a lot of the time... You know, I, I have such a... I can't ever... I can't make any objective uh, claims on... On uh, the nature of reality, because yeah, I've never really gotten out of this town. I haven't really ever uh, gone anywhere else. I mean, I've been to Russia. I was six years old, I went to Russia. I have a pretty good memory, so I do remember the culture being different. Um, I've been to Canada, Quebec, or whatever. But I don't know. Feels like everywhere I go, people are projecting qualities onto me. You know, intuition. I see, you know, I'm awake if that's what you want to hear. You know, third eye or whatever, pineal gland. Um, and I don't know if it's just me, you know, because... It could just be all me. It could just be just what I think. But unless I, you know, unless I turn the tables around with the way I, I, the sense I get off of people, it always seems to go exactly the way I expect. It's like Foresight's a bitch. Um, you know, I'm, it's kind of miserable sitting here in this apartment. Uh, you know, I try to study. I have this art project, you know, art project that I'm working on. I don't even know how to... It's, uh... You call it art, 
you call it spirituality, you call it whatever. It's a book of symbols. It's gonna be like a like a symbolic uh, culmination of, or culmination of all of like my my uh, symbolic uh, interpretations of reality. I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people fool themselves, it seems, and. You know the, the scary part is is that 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 impacts you when someone when someone's lying to themselves it impacts you because you know you you want to understand what's going on with everything you really do you want to know what's happening you want to have a you know well formulated interpretive structure of reality and there's almost like this fear. That the people put off. They're 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 afraid of confrontation. And maybe it's so simple that they're afraid of confrontation. But you know, somewhere in the, in that all, I, I think that they're rationalizing it in their head that they're being a good person by being dishonest. You know, it's like protecting you from yourself. I'm gonna see how that's healthy. You know why? Why? Why can't you just tell me how you feel? What are you afraid of? They're weathered. I don't know. I guess another another like thing is, uh, you know. When you're a pretty intelligent person, when you're, you know, you're pretty creative, um, you know that, usually really, you know that, right? Um, and people will pull you down a lot of the time when you're like that. And it gets you in this place where you start to assume that well, if they're pulling me down, they must be on the same level as me. And you give them, you give them the credit. You give them that credit that they, you know. Well, if you want me to look at you, you know, if I, if you want me to look at you eye to eye, uh, I'm gonna assume that you, you have the same level of awareness as to how things might possibly work with reality, you know. And you start to internalize, you know, the insecurities of the common man. Um, you know, it's projection. People project their insecurities onto you. If they point out something about you that they think is wrong, it means that they can't accept it about themselves. You know, it's funny, it's, uh, it's like nothing here, so there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, is there really anything wrong with you? Right? And things are so, so sort of wishy-washy and postmodern and, and, and this time and age because we don't have 
very grounded uh, consequences to her actions. It's all very like cerebral and ethereal, and it's hard to tell if are the consequences that you're enduring really are they well deserved or are they just sort of socially imposed? You know, at least at least when when you're you're in a time of real poverty, of real depravity, you know how and why you fucked up. But it's like, how do I know if I really fucked up? How do I know if it's really my fault? How do I know if people are scapegoating me? How do I know if just the entire social structure of the, the, the society that we're, that we're living in isn't just tyrannical and authoritarian and has a tendency of punishing people? I don't know. One thing, I guess, I guess I'm disappointed because I don't see a lot of love. It's nihilistic. It's whatever. And I don't know why people are treating me this way. I don't know if it's just me. I don't think it is. But it could be. I don't, I don't know. You know, I see friendships, right? And I don't have a lot of friends. I find it hard for me to make relationships with people. Um, and I don't, you know, it, there's a tendency of it being like being being explained to me that oh, this is my fault. But I, I live I live in a small town. Um, my parents are both very intelligent in their own manner. My mother is dense, but you know my dad he he's wicked, wicked, wicked smart. But wicked smart, you know. He ended up being an alcoholic. I don't know if he's he's still drinking, but um. And there's, there's sort of a lack of self-awareness here. Everybody's paying attention to everyone else. And not in the way that they should. You know, it's, it's not like I got your back. It's it's like a rat race, you know. It's more like I, I got your back in the, the poking and prodding devil's pitchfork kind of way. Twisted teacap here says go. Get out of here. It's just like, we don't like your kind around here. You know, and I'm just like, what, I don't I don't have a kind. Exactly! You have no kind. And, and I guess, uh, and not the joke. I don't, I don't identify. I just, I don't identify. That's, it's real simple. And, uh, I think there, you know, it's, 
hey, you're not willing to play by the rules, the rules that we made for our side of history. And it's like I'm not picking sides. To a, to a, to a fault, maybe. Um... I don't know. You know, I've had people, you know, I've had people tell me I'm a good person. I've had people tell me I'm a good person, right? And... You know, I've had a lot of people... I don't know if it is, I don't know if they're reactionary. I can't tell. It's like a, I don't know what's going on with the culture here. But, you know, I suffer a lot. Great deal. I'm putting, I'm putting this, this word right out of here. I don't, I don't care. Um, you know, even the mental health system here. It's... Well, I guess it's underfunded. That's what I hear. It's underfunded, understaffed, and underfunded. But it just feels cold. Not even resentful, like just. I mean, I guess it come. It could come from a place of resentment, but it's not hot-headed. It's it's tyrannical. It's cold-blooded. It's you know, I face all kinds of negativity and adversity in my my day to day, and it feels like I'm being treated in a way where I deserve it. You know, I've been living my life for so long that. You know, in a spiritual sense, maybe it is just karma. Maybe it is all my fault. I've been saying it's all my fault. Is that song? Uh, you're right when you said it was all your fault. In the sense that I made everything. You know, if you know what I mean by that, you know what I mean by that. I'm gonna have to pause here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take it. Dookie. Oh boy. Alright, we're uh we're back in black. Sort of low down, low on the energy. I don't know if this is a calming way of talking. Could be. Uh ideally this is how I'd want to communicate to people, but uh they don't listen. Most people don't listen to me. And I, find, I mean, I find that tragic. I mean, I've, you know, I've seen so much tragedy in my life. And, you know, I kind of have to, I gotta pick it up myself. Uh, but I figure starting this podcast here, it's a good place to, to get into it all. Um, Because the culture where I live is so toxic, it really is, it's a very toxic culture. Um, you know, people spread so many rumors, there's so much drama, 
there's uh well I mean it's kind of a, kind of a small town <laughs> I'm a I'm a smart guy stuck in a small town and you know I'm dependent on the social services and stuff here I'm a smart guy stuck in a small town dependent on the social services. And I guess if you understand, you understand, but... <laughs> you gotta wait. Wait for people. You gotta be really, really, really patient with the people. Because, you know, nobody's on time with anything. Um, people just don't show up. There's all kinds of excuses all the time. There's a lot of corruption in the system here. I'm pretty sure the town's owned by its, you know, uh, wannabe mob, wannabe mob boss or whatever. I'm just tired. You know, and you want help, right? You want help. And, uh... What's the name of that guy? Um... Some writer. You know, when you talk to a counselor, you talk to a shrink or whatever, you talk, you talk to these people, uh... Most of the ones that I've bumped into have their own, you know, variety of issues. And anyone that's, like, you know, remotely professional has gotten out of the area. Uh, so it's like, hey, you know, I want help. And then I'm surrounded by other people that need way more help than me. And it's like, fuck. I'm real empathetic. You know, I mean, if you know what empathy means, you know what empathy means. And empathy doesn't mean that you're a good person. It just means that you, uh... You feel other people's emotions. And it's moment by moment, you know, you feel other people's emotions moment by moment. Uh, and you know, you, you, go, you go, go, to, go to someone for help and everyone around you suffering is already suffering and you know you, you start feeling it's almost like I feel like I would have been better off not even trying you know I might as well just be you know inside my own head and my own place working on my own projects and stuff even if it's miserable it's less miserable than going out and having to pick up someone's load it's uneducated I don't I don't want to be judgmental. I try hard not to be judgmental. It's just insidious. I've seen a lot. I mean, I you know, I I guess not. It's saying that I'm I'm on the internet here. I don't really have to worry about whatever anyone thinks about me because uh, well, I can just ignore it. I don't have, you know, I'm not talking to another person. I'm just talking to myself. My eyes. Ill communication. My eyes. 
Cause I see with my eyes, my belt, and it's my boots. It's high, low, keep it simple, stupid. And it's deep down low and up high in the sky. Hit it. Uh, like the Nerevarine from Morrowind. The Nerevarine from Morrowind. You know, he's got the hammer. Gotta hit it with the hammer. You know, uh, Orion's belt rotating up on the, the, the wheel of the universe. It's more than a wheel, it's like a, like a cylinder. Or, uh, two cones with like a ball shape on the end rotating. You gotta hit it. Get, get that peg in there up top in the sky. Up high, you know? Uh, walk in the razor's edge. Something like that. Might be lactose intolerant. That might be what I've been feeling in my stomach here. It's a lot of pain. But I'm, you know, I'm mind over matter. Because I don't matter. <laughs> uh, it's real funny. It gets me, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm actually... I'm real happy a lot of the time. But then people don't understand me. And then they're like, oh, he's crazy. It's like, no, I just see patterns that you, you're not capable of seeing. And I talk in a manner and I speak in a manner and I communicate myself in a matter of fact, uh, non-literal way. Um, it's, it's like uh, lateral communication. I have lateral communication because I make no sense as in I make sense out of nothing because I'm nothing here and I'm nothing making sense because nothing makes sense don't it though because it's no comma thing comma makes sense out of something nothing makes sense out of something don't it though and it's just it it's just it all you're ever talking about is just it right the subjective interface. It's all subjective, all of it. Everything is subjective. It is just subject. Perceiving himself as an object. Is that a chair? No, I am a chair, right? Why am I a chair? Because without me, there would be no chair. You see, you see, you see what I mean. Uh, a little fishy. Something like that. Because I JC. <laughs> oh, JC. And Shiva nuts. Shiva nuts. Shiva nuts. Because I'm with Shiva. Cause I'm blue, dabu dee dabu die. I'm with Shiva, cause I'm blue, dabu dee dabu die. Cause I'm with Shiva, I'm blue, dabu dee dabu die. How can you be living the dream, man? I don't know, I'm awake. How are you living the dream, man? I don't know, I'm awake. God, there's the truth resonating 
met Morpheus. You know, once you're awake, uh, they try very hard to put you back to sleep. That's sort of what the Matrix is all about. Like, Mr. Anderson, we see that you're climbing over the nation fence. Don't you understand, Mr. Anderson, that uh, this is a, a totalitarian society? Isn't it? It's about the shadow. Uh, I'm surrounded by people that think they're in good authority to tell me what, what I can and can't do. What is right and wrong. I should do this, I should do that, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do that. Right? But, if I listen to them, and it doesn't really come off like they care about me, it really doesn't. It comes off like they care about themselves. Then I'm just doing it for them. So I'm not being a good person, I'm being a rabbit. I'm taking the bait. But, uh, you're not really allowed to think for yourself. Notice that. I've noticed... There's definitely, I mean, the freedom of speech thing is... It's really important, because... It, it almost seems like the the freedom of speech is like therapeutic. It's meant to be. It's a, it's meant to allow people to get their thoughts out of their head without the fear of retribution. You know, at least that's what I believe. Um, seems like there's a whole job security thing going on with the shrinks. It'd make a lot of sense, you know. You restrict you 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 restrict the freedom of speech, and then you, uh, you suffocate people. You do their, you suffocate their thoughts and their words, and the only place they can go to offload it is, you know, a counselor, someone that you have to pay money for. A lot of them are government employed. It seems like a like a dependency thing. Uh, to keep you know to make us dependent on the government. You know, I, like I said, I live in Vermont. It's very socialist here. And from from reading... You know, I haven't, I haven't read 1984. I haven't read Dostoevsky. I've... watched other people who have read it. So it's, it's you know, second person. But, you know, from my, you know... interpretation, it, it really does... Sort of look like a uh, watered down, watered down version of what you saw in, in uh, the USSR. Uh, it's hard to talk. It really is. It's hard to be open-minded. You know, being being open-minded is is a real detriment to your safety because everyone's afraid. Um, there's a linear train of thought here. You know. You know, you don't realize that your words are open to interpretation, and, you know, 
someone who's intelligent could communicate multiple things in a single sentence. It could be that thought out. Take it personally. I think I have you know the conversation about death is real important. Um, suicide, you know, suicide rates gradually going up, right? And it seems like whatever perspective we've taken on it is is really, you know, the perspective isn't working. Because the suicide rates aren't going down, you know, and that's really, you know, how simple can it be? The perspective on suicide that we have isn't working because the suicide rates aren't going down. You know, and I've been there. Hell, to be honest, I struggle with that kind of stuff on the daily. But you can't really talk about that. Um... And I think that that's one of the things that makes a lot of people suffer way more than they need to is that they don't feel at all like they're allowed to talk about it. You know, back back when uh, back in the day when we you know we we made suicide jokes, like I want to die, well, um, that felt good. Yeah, it helped. It helped us get it out. I think it really did. I think it made it... I mean, you gotta be able to laugh, right? Um, you know, there's the fear of not taking it seriously, but... At least we were able to say it. You know, I guess, I guess the fact is it's not treated like it's a commonality in the human experience. The, Suicidal behavior, suicidal thoughts. When it totally is, it's totally a commonality. Because it happens all the time. And if we don't treat it like a commonality, then the people that experience it are going to feel just highly, highly ostracized. They do. I think, they, I think that they do. They feel just extremely ostracized. You know, and it's like... I think a person should be able to admit, like, hey, I feel suicidal. And, the, and you know, and it doesn't feel like the entire world is blowing up around them, you know? Because uh, people overreact. And that freaks the person out. That really freaks you out. Like, you should be able to say that, and you shouldn't have to deal with, with uh, being essentially restrained against your will in undergoing a highly traumatic experience, because that's what they do. Um, well, this is what they did to me. Restrained me against my will. They shot me up with medication that um, I was allergic to. It's really fucked up. But, you know, I guess what they want is like, hey, just treat me like a normal person. I think that's what most people want. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a human being. Right. I deserve the same level of respect as anyone else does. Maybe it's maybe it's still sort of the 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 antiquity of the the whole Christian idea. 
that uh, suicide is a sin. I don't know. Could be. Uh, but that that whole the whole Christianity thing's kind of fallen out. It might be co- I hear I hear it might be coming back into play. People might be. I mean, I've been noticing that after this whole COVID thing, people have been a lot more uh, spiritual, for sure. You know, and the the books departed from organized religion. They still have a lot of a lot of value, a lot of meaning, useful, beautiful. I think it's beautiful. A lot of it's beautiful and. It's not suffocated by the the modern phenomenon of speech, the constriction of speech. And I recommend getting off technology, really, you know. Read a book, you know, when you're feeling like going on Instagram or something and scrolling. Just go and sit down and read a book, because you can't modify the past when it's set in stone like that. You know, you're sitting there and you think you're crazy. You think you're crazy. It's like all this dumb shit that's happening. It seems so obvious how stupid it is. It's like, how the fuck are you people getting fooled so easily? And you you, can't, you try to spread the word. Like, what what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? And everybody denies it. And you think you're crazy. And you sit down and you read a book and you're like, oh shit. I was right. Because the internet changes, the book doesn't. And the internet is just as suffocated right now as as a uh, as a social culture. You know, we're not we're not allowed to talk the way we want to. It's all the corporate bullshit. It's fascism. You know, there's a correlation with fascist, like, or not fascist, but correlation with totalitarian ideology and, uh, and disease, which makes sense, right? It's kind of funny. Cyclone B. Hey. Whatever, whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, you got to learn how to recover for yourself. You know, uh, there's there's a there's a crisis going on, and if if we keep letting ourselves sort of get lost in our comforts, it really seems that you know there's so many overweight people. There's so many overweight people. At least where I live, like everyone's kind of fat and ugly. Honestly, <laughs> pardon me for calling people ugly around here, but there are so many ugly people here. Um, and if you don't, if you don't take care of your physical health, and you don't keep your mind in check, it's going to be a lot easier for people to brainwash you. You know, it's it's not just a you know, your, your, your physical health and your mental health isn't just a, a matter of, you know, your own well-being. It's kind of a matter of national security, real national security, right? Not this, this like, 
Patriot Act, like, you know, bullshit. Snowden, right? Um, and if you want to, you know, if you want to keep yourself alive, because cause part of the proper, part of the, the, the brainwashing, like, propaganda machine is they keep you traumatized. They keep you perpetually traumatized. So you're you're highly susceptible to suggestion because that's that's sort of what it does to you. Um. So you know you got to keep yourself in good shape. You got to eat well. You gotta you gotta meditate. I mean the Wim Hof Wim Hof method seems really cool. The, the cold bath that stuff has done mighty magic for me. You know I'm like uh, mighty the armadillo, mighty magic. <laughs> Silver spoon. Keep yourself in shape. It's important. Uh. Yeah. So you know it's me. Shiva. Shiva nuts. Um, Shiva. I am Shiva. God. Uh, suffocating, suffocating. It's like I can't breathe, man. I didn't know I was white because I can't breathe because I didn't know I was white, man. You know? Cops suck. They do. The cops here, I mean, I there's got to be some place where the cops are nice. But here, the cops suck. Fucking pigs. Piggy, 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 piggy. Whatever. Whatever. I think, uh, I think I'm gonna end that here. Uh, I hope you, uh, hope whoever who's listening in, uh, enjoys my vulnerability and my nuance and all my crevices and cracks and peaks and pillars and bits and pieces and my my uh, geometry manifests before you before I am uh, you know geometry uh, Mandelbrot of the universe moving infinitely through time or just moving infinitely in every direction we could say who's to say I don't know nothing here I don't know why would nothing know uh, yeah, so, take care, and, uh, try to forego all judgment, it's really hard to, isn't it, but, uh, make your wish, son, make it quick, choose your words wisely, so they'll stick, toodaloo.